Welcome to Just Being Me. My name is Emma Garter, and this podcast is all about living your life with true authenticity, from what you wear to how you show up for yourself and others. We'll cover topics like finding and living your purpose, cultivating your own unique style, conscious dating, self-love, and so much more. I hope to show you that by going through life, being yourself, you can create a life you truly love. Hello, everyone, my beautiful, incredible listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Just Being Me. I am so excited to be back talking to you guys again. And this episode is, oh, I don't know what that was. This episode is such an exciting topic to talk about. I'm going to talk about spirituality, which if you're from Norway and listening to this, spirituality is kind of a taboo topic and not a lot of people talk about it openly, which is because of a lot of conditioning. We had the witch hunt, which I think Norway was like the worst country and they killed the most people because they thought they were witches which is horrible and yeah from that like we just became more Christian and then now everything is based upon science in my opinion but today I am gonna talk about spirituality and this is also a little bit you know I haven't really talked well, that's a lie. I have talked to mo- more people now um, than I had like a few months ago about spirituality. And I feel like I am going getting more. more <laughs> oh, I feel like I am getting more and more comfortable talking about the topic. So today felt like the perfect day. I'm sitting here on the couch. I have a glass of wine in front of me. And I am very excited. I'm very ready. Okay. So the main gist about this topic is how spiritual or having a spiritual awakening has changed my life. Because, wow, I am not nearly the same person as I was two years ago when all this happened. It all started because of what I went through with being sexually violated. And if you are interested in hearing more about that, I do have another podcast episode about that. If you just scroll down and I can also link it in this um in this episode in the show notes. Now, let's get into the juicy little details. So, the first thing that I want to talk about is that I, it's hard for me to small talk now. And I feel like small talking with people is just kind of a waste of time. Like, I get it. I get why people do it. But for me, like, I would rather have a deep, deep conversation with someone and truly, like, learn about things that I haven't heard before or have a discussion or conversation about something that truly interests me than having just a surface level conversation about, oh, it's so pretty out today. The weather's nice, you know? And 
also, I feel like I have more to come with. I have more to bring to a conversation. And I don't want to talk about the weather. If I feel like I can talk about our existence as human beings and uh, being souls and meat bodies, like, I don't want to talk about the weather. <laughs> Period. And it's, I've been having the most incredible conversations, like the best conversations I've ever had after having my spiritual awakening because, you know, you open up to so many new things that you've never thought was a possibility. And I grew up an atheist. So um, for me, like that there was anything else than just what is right here in front of you was just not a thing. So I have learned so much through having these deep conversations and I absolutely love it. Another thing that has happened with me is that everything has become more vibrant. I don't know if this is like, I, I don't know like the science around it, but I think it might just be because I am observing more things and I'm taking more things in and I'm appreciating more things. And also I see colors more brightly. I see colors in such a different way now than I did two years ago. And it's so interesting because just walking around the street, like I can find beauty and every little detail and I can see the color contrast and I can notice things. And that is also just, you know, becoming more present and truly taking in what is around you. And I feel like that comes with awareness. First of all, just awareness and being aware of what is around you. Third thing that I want to talk about is that my emotions have gotten a lot more intense. I am a very, very emotional being. Like a very emotional person. And I didn't really realize that until after everything happened to me. I have also suppressed my emotions for way too many years. And I think that once I actually started opening up the floodgates and actually started going through like my childhood, because I've done a lot of shadow work and a lot of inner child healing and being like, wow, like I wasn't able and I wasn't comfortable to express my emotions because I am so emotional. I thought I was being too much. I thought I was being overly dramatic. And now I'm like, I cry. I cry a lot. And I love it. I It's such a great release too. Keeping all your emotions like stuck within you and bottling them up and not actually having a way for you to release them. Even like rage dancing. I talked about this with a friend of mine and she was like, do you have any suggestions on how to release anger? And I was like, dance to some crazy Skrillex music or whatever. Stomp your feet, scream, make noises, maybe scream into a pillow if you live in an apartment building like I do. And you can punch a pillow. And I also recently learned that Put that energy and put that emotion of anger into an object and put all of that energy just 
remove it from your body and put it into another uh, to just a random object it could be a pillow um the example that she used taylor simpson she used a plastic plant and then she threw it across her backyard i can't do that because i live in an apartment building so i don't want to throw anything out the window but hitting a pillow or slamming it on the ground just getting that energy of anger out of you the next thing that i want to talk about is i see synchronicities everywhere there are so many things that people most people wouldn't be aware of them but if they were they would be like oh that's just a coincidence you know like it just happened like that you know there's no reason for it but i honestly i see I'm very into angel numbers, and for me, I haven't really figured out exactly what they mean, but I do use my um, personal year number, which is three, and then my life path number, which is seven, which you guys, if you guys want me to go into that further, let me know, because it's, it's so freaking fun diving into all of these intricate things within, um, spirituality and I use those numbers so if I see like 333 or 777 that's a really really good sign and then also you know you have the 111 and 222 and all these things and I usually look them up online um I kind of have a gist about what they mean and then what um circumstance when they show up I also usually think like what did I just think about what just happened around me who am I with? You know, all these things. But I, I'm not going to talk about angel numbers. That's not what, what this um, section is. It's about synchronicities. So I see that with the people that I meet. We have things in common. I see that with opportunities that I get. For example, my spirit animal is a butterfly. And that has showed up in different tides of my life when um something big is happening when i'm talking about something it's just like these things that keep reoccurring and start giving guidance almost it's like okay you're on the right path you are this is good you know and sometimes the synchronicities that come up it's like depending on what it is it might be like okay maybe you need to redirect where you're going right now Maybe you need to, you know, this is this is what you're supposed to do, but it might not be for you. And that is something I have been having to deal with and not believing that every synchronicity is like, okay, this is great. Everything is going to happen and everything is going to go smoothly because that's not life, you know? Everything, we go through up, ups and downs and... I also want to go into manifestation in a different uh, podcast because that's kind of how I got onto my spiritual awakening kick. And there are all these like tests and bridges and oh my God. Yeah, there's just too much. Another thing is that I have started trusting in the timing of life a lot more. I used to feel like I needed to be in control of everything at all times. I needed to have a fully decked out plan. I needed to, you know, 
be on track and this had to happen with this within this time frame and then everything had to go super smoothly but that's again not life <laughs> things don't happen necessarily when you need it to happen it happened when it's supposed to happen and i believe that we all come into this life with a timeline and this might change because you might take a choice that changes that timeline but i do think that things are supposed to happen when they're supposed to happen and for me like i moved back to oslo after living in new york for three years and i just felt in my body that that was the right choice and three days later i found this creator space in oslo and gained so many friends and that was kind of like my first welcome to oslo and i honestly truly needed that because if it wasn't for that i don't know if i would feel as home here as i do now so yeah trusting the timing of life trusting that you are divinely guided and as long as you keep working towards wh what you want to work towards living your purpose really really being in your true essence things will happen exactly when you need it to happen another thing that i do want to talk about is being grateful for what i already have and happy for what other people have i think these two things are really really important look around you and see everything that you have just close to you if you're at home listening to this are you listening to it on your phone on your computer are you sitting on a couch are you laying in your bed are you taking a walk like there is so much that you already have around you that you are so lucky to have and we take things for granted we forget that we are so abundant we have so many things around us but we just want more and being able to truly sit back and being like wow like i'm recording this on a microphone like not everyone has a microphone in their home i'm sitting here in my living room and we have a fireplace a tv like there are so many things that we are so lucky to have and we forget it we constantly want more 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 and then we also get jealous for what other people have and we're like oh like she doesn't deserve that you know she with this whole like nepo baby thing and like you know people well at least for me like i have learned that being grateful for what you have and being happy to see other people living their dream life is such a better vibration to be in than being always wanting more and never feeling like they're satisfied because they're never going to feel satisfied and being jealous of what other people have being like oh like she does not deserve that that's a really 
bad vibration to be in or very negative vibration to be in. So I think it's very, yeah, that's not what I'm going to talk about. That is something that I have really shifted in when, um, yeah, I started my spiritual awakening and truly getting into that mindset. And it has really, truly changed my life. And also nature is so abundant. Just go outside. If you don't feel like you have anything to be grateful for, go outside. Look around you. Seeing the luscious trees and the beautiful grass. Right now it's spring, so it's not very green yet. But seeing the flowers blossom. We have incredibly beautiful flowers in our backyard. Oh, and I saw them today for the first time and I was like, yes. I'm also a big flower person, but... Um, yeah, so go into nature if you feel like you're lacking some of that gratitude because nature will truly show you that you have a lot to be grateful for. The next thing that I want to talk about is I have become very aware of what I consume. And I'm not talking like, well, food as well, but of content and of music and movies and everything that I like consume when it comes to knowledge and when it comes to things around me, even like people. So the thing is, everything you watch, everything you listen to rewires your brain. No, it doesn't rewire your brain, but <laughs> but it affects you because we are such malleable people that if we're not aware of something, if we're constantly watching reality rea- <laughs> reality TV and people are constantly fighting, they're arguing, they're being so mean to each other, they're talking about they're talking about each other behind others' backs. You are going to notice that in your life. You are going to see yourself showing up in those ways because everything we take in we also project everything we consume we put out there again and I have had people in my life that have watched a lot of things that have truly like made them not turn into those people, but have affected them in the way they act and definitely not um, help them on their growth journey. So I think it's really, really important, even like um, listening to podcasts that truly gives you great information, even on Instagram, you know, there is so much crap out there on Instagram and TikTok and this goes to show like especially with little kids they take everything in like sponges they are definitely more malleable than we are but it doesn't leave us you know and everything we take in and you see with them like they believe in everything and we that we have our um our conscious mind you know, we do, but our subconscious is what truly takes it in. And our subconscious mind is 95% of 
the way we think. Our conscious mind is only 5%. So what you actually feel like you have control over, that is only 5%. And then the things we do, and if we don't try to change the way our subconscious mind thinks, and you could do that through meditation and all these things. Now I'm going on a tangent. (laughs) I'm just so passionate about this. But yeah, so I have become very aware of what I consume. And I kind of feel like I don't really like whenever I start watching a TV show and I'm like, this is crap. This is not giving me anything. I get super tired of it. And before I used to like just sit in it and just because I was on autopilot. So I was just there. I wasn't even like, you know, taking it in, but I definitely was. But now I'm like, oh, I, I can't with this. This is just doesn't make sense and it's not very healthy the way they talk to each other and all these things and now I just analyze everything (laughs) so now I'm very in my head the next thing that I want to talk about is I have gotten a better relationship with myself and my body the way I talk to myself has changed completely and the way I see myself and that has also happened a lot because of my inner child and wanting to nurture her because when you're talking to yourself when you're saying bad crap to yourself when you're like you're not pretty enough you are stupid when you are when you're saying oh you shouldn't eat that because that's not good okay that's a bad example but you know what I mean um that is also you talking to your inner child And you would never say that to a child. You would never say, oh, you look fat to a five-year-old kid. No. Well, I hope, hopefully you won't. But if you're listening to this, I'm pretty aware, pretty sure that um, you won't. And also wanting to take better care of my body. Also being like, this is my only vessel in this lifetime. And... You know, like, I want to treat her nice. I want to take care of her. I want to give her the love that she truly deserves. Because this is everything I have for the rest of my life. This is what I'll be with continuously every second of every day. So why should I be mean to her? Why should I say stuff to her that I wouldn't say to anyone else? And that also comes to the more negative things you say to yourself, the more you'll believe it. It's so crazy how words truly affect us. And words truly shape the way um, we are. Because everything has a vibration. When you talk to yourself in a beautiful way, when you're like, oh, you're gorgeous, you are so smart you have so many valuable things to bring to the world and you continuously bring that to yourself you will believe it and it's not to say like there will still be things that are holding you back and still be things that you know you need to work on because we all have our blocks we all have our baggage from the past but 
if you would do the other thing, if you would do the opposite and continuously be like, oh, like, you know, you're not a, um, no one likes you or you will never be loved. Um, there are only, this is also interesting. There are only bad men out there. If you keep saying that, you're only going to attract bad men. You're not going to get a nice guy that you truly want. So why not change that and be like, there are people out there that will see me, that will understand me, that will truly love me for the person that I am. And do that to yourself too. Instead of being like, oh, like, oh, you're too too round today. You definitely need to lose some weight. You're disgusting. And these are things that people, and it hurts for me to say, like, I'm, I wish on everyone to not have that way of talking to themselves. And if you get anything out of this, I, this is the most important thing start treating yourself like you would treat someone else start being kind and nice and generous to yourself with the words that you're using I also recommend having a photo of you as a kid and just put it on your mirror put it on every day and whenever put it on every day what was that put it on um put it put it somewhere you see every day and being start being like oh hey I see you and then every day you'll be reminded like oh like I am talking to her so I have two more things I know this episode is getting a little bit long but it's just you know I get super excited and then I start rambling and I kind of love it though I I'm having so much fun recording these podcasts lately so Another thing that I have done is to dive into how I operate and how my past has shaped me. This is something I am so, so passionate about because it's crazy. We start off not as a blank slate. I do believe we have our qualities and we have our certain things that makes us us, but we get shaped by all the influences around us, our family, our culture that we live in, our neighborhood, like our friends, everyone we are around shape us into the person that we are today. And if we don't consciously go in and look at the past and be like, okay, like, oh, this happened to me hmm, maybe that's why I have abandonment issues. Hmm, maybe that's why I feel uncomfortable being myself fully. Hmm, and it's so, so interesting when you dive into your psyche and when you're like, okay, this is because this happened. And then going back and being like, okay, like, this does not have to be my story anymore and doing that inner work and truly being like okay I don't want that to be my story I don't want that to be my future so let's change it let's 
rewire that way of thinking, that limiting belief. Let's do the work and use the tools and practices to rewire that way of thinking. And there are so many things you can do. Um, I can definitely see if I can do a podcast about this too. I'm not um, an expert in all these tools, but I can definitely share some of these things that have helped me on my path and on my journey. And it has been so transforming going back and also having conversations with my parents because I love, I truly love my parents and we have become so much closer than we ever have. And we've had a lot of tough conversations because I know that they did the best they could as parents right then when they had to raise me. But they also inherited things from their childhood and from their past. And not a lot of people were doing the work in the past. And some of the things that they did that they thought maybe was right then and there has affected me and maybe not the most positive way. And that's not me blaming them, but it's me taking control over what happened. And I am lucky enough to have parents that are willing to open up and to share um, their perspective as well, which is also giving me more clarity on okay, like, this is why they did that. And they didn't do it to be mean, or they didn't do it because they didn't understand. Well, I was a very complicated child. So um, they might have not understood me, but this is what they thought were the best thing to do. And that also helps me not blame them and helps me forgive what has happened in the past, you know? And it's been such a healing experience doing the work and truly going deep and seeing, you know, like, if I don't want this pattern to keep repeating, especially within relationships, what do I need to do? What parts of me do I need to continue healing? And healing is a continuous journal, journal, a continuous journey. And they say that healing is like a spiral. And you will continue to heal when you once you've healed one aspect of that thing. There's a whole different layer. It's like peeling an onion. You just go deeper and deeper and deeper, and you will probably never stop. But you will get more and more into your true essence the more you heal from this. The last thing that I want to talk about is. I have truly embodied the fact that I am living for my purpose. I am truly pursuing the things that light me up. I am working towards creating my dream future and taking active charge and working actively on getting there and taking the necessary steps, doing what truly makes me happy 
And for a long time, I thought I did the thing that made me happy. And I definitely did a part of it because I love fashion. And when I went to fashion school, like the first semester was great. A lot of happened with me, but um, it was a crazy experience. But I was, you know, really enjoying what I was doing. And the more I continue doing it, the more I, um, when with the pandemic and everything, like I just, yeah, I was living on autopilot. I was just doing and being and hoping for or waiting for the day to end because I just wanted to go to sleep. When you hear this, I might have graduated from DCI, the Dharma Coaching Institute, and I am officially a coach which is just so crazy to think about I had a conversation with a coach today and we talked about it and I just felt and even with this like I just feel so lit up I just feel like I have so much energy around it and I truly feel like I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing And I don't think I've ever felt this certain about it before. I knew I was wanted to go to New York and fashion school, but I don't think I did that for the right reasons. Maybe the right reasons then, but that was also part of my purpose, you know? But that shifted. And making those shifts, whenever you get more and more into your true essence of who you are authentically, you will also notice, like, the main umbrella of my purpose is the same is to make people feel more like themselves and feel more in their true essence but the road i'm taking is a little bit different it is going a different route and it is a scary fucking route because as a 22 year old being a coach is not very heard of But I am taking that path because I know it's the right one. I know this is exactly where I'm supposed to be at this moment. And then taking the steps, doing the work, actually working towards it. And I also feel like I have more energy. I'm currently sitting here. It's 9.30 at night and I'm recording a podcast episode because I was so excited to do this. And I am so happy. It's crazy. Like, having my spiritual awakening has completely changed my life. And it has been fucking hard. I'm not going to lie. It has been a lot of ups and downs. And the way it happened was also very traumatic. So I wouldn't wish that on anyone, what happened to me. But actually going on this path, starting to dig more into who you are, finding that essence, and actually becoming conscious of the way you live and the way you show up in this world is so freaking worth it. I have never been this happy. I have never been had this much joy in my life. Even though I have hard times, I have hard days where it's hard to do things. 
I can always find little things in my life that give me joy and that fills me with this incredible passion. And yeah, it's been a crazy ride. And I honestly cannot see, no, I I cannot wait to see where the next 20 years of my life, and I'll be 42 then, and that's still even very young. So yeah, I've spent half my life going on autopilot. And now at 22 years old, I am taking charge over it. And that is just crazy. And also wanting to share that with people, wanting to share this, feeling like this needs to be heard, these things. We need to start having a conversation, especially in Norway. Like, I feel like so many people are on autopilot going from A to B and not thinking about the journey in between. And yeah, I don't really know what I wanted to get out of this podcast episode. I just wanted to share. I it felt more like inclined to share the things that I have learned, share the things that have happened in my life and kind of act like we're just having a conversation, you know, just between us two, doing it very personal, having a deep conversation like I love to do. And yeah, I'm truly, truly loving it. The past few episodes that I've created and I hope you are loving it too. I would love for you to let me know how this hit you. If you have any other things that have shifted in your life or happened with you after having a spiritual awakening, I would love to hear that from you. You can DM me on Instagram at um, underscore authentically underscore M-E-M. It will be linked in the show notes. And I would love it if you sent this to a friend. And if you shared it, if you resonated with the conversation. I am so, so, so grateful to have you here. And if you've listened to this whole episode, this long-ass episode, I'm so grateful for you. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.